Live from Muck's Bar and Grill in Sun Prairie, this is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. It is Kenny and Heilprin. We are back live from Monk's Bar and Grill in Sun Prairie after a one-week weather-related hiatus, although the weather uh, did not affect us doing the show, as some wanted to bring up, like it might Phil Longo's offense. I'm Ben Kenny. Zach Heilprin is back from Arizona. He brought the warm weather with him. I did. Zach, it's I missed you. <laughs> I mean, it's 50 degrees. It was 50 degrees today. That's about what it was when I left Arizona about 7.30 yesterday morning. So, yeah, I brought the right back with me. Uh, all of us appreciate it. We are also joined by a very special guest tonight. Some have called him the most dynamic fullback in Wisconsin football history. Me. Matt Bernstein is here. <laughs> Matt, welcome back. That's a, I, I like that, the most dynamic. Once again, I'll never. there will be no more fullbacks ever again, <laughs> so I'll be the most dynamic. Brady Ewing, probably the most dynamic to ever. Brady's play. very, very talented. Alec Ingold. Alec Ingold, very, very talented. But did any of them rush for 100 yards in a game? No, but they all played longer than one minute in the <laughs> NFL. Did they ever <laughs> j- jump over, hurdle a Penn State defensive back on a holiday? With the biggest shoulder pads you could ever have. No, <laughs> none of those dudes did it. Dynamic. That is what we're talking about. I appreciate being here. Thanks yes. for having me. Well, here's also the key is if you don't want to put your name behind something, you have to say some have said. Because so, there's no way you can dispute that. You're, you're right. That's the I key mean, to some all said, sports talking. I, I actually think Cecil Martin's the best fullback to ever play here. But he would say me. So we will never get a uh, quorum or 100%? Oklahoma that? drill. You know, you yeah. know yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah, do it. Right now. We'll both get right hurt now. in two yeah, seconds. Yeah, right now. Um, deciding vote, Matt Bernstein. All right. There we go. All right. All right. Hey. Big Cecil Martin guy, though, too. I love him. Yeah. So – he was, the, he was the one that blocked for Ron Dane much of his career there. Yeah, and he was great at it. Yeah. And he could catch out of the backfield, and he was just like, he's, he, outside Alan Amici, I think he started this, you know, trend of getting the good fullbacks each year to block for the best running backs in the nation. Are we just discounting Mark Montgomery? Is that what we're doing here? No. Okay. No, I'm just kidding with you. <laughs> oh, this is great. I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Wisconsin football history person. This guy knows everything. Well, that's the thing is if you bring up the best in something, like that's the right – it's the wrong guy and the right guy to ask. Yeah, I get a little nervous sometimes when I'm like, hey, what about this in my opinion? And he's like, oh, are you sure? And then the database kicks out like the actual facts. Right, right. It's um, pretty amazing actually. I have – couldn't know anything else in the world, so I have all yeah. it's just stuffed up in there. Uh, Zach, speaking of your knowledge, mm. it's a hot start. Wisconsin it. 24, Oklahoma State 17 mm. uh, in the critically acclaimed, esteemed, guaranteed rate bowl in Arizona. I, I want to start off just some, some general thoughts from the game. Start big picture. What did you think of Wisconsin's win? What did you think of the performance? What did you think of Arizona? All of it. Well, here's the thing. The biggest thing I took from that game is where was Ben Kenny's tweets in the second half? That is a question some people have been asking. Because they were non-existent. Why was that, Ben? I tweeted a lot in the first half. All right. I had a big day coming up. I DVR'd it, and I went to sleep <laughs> at halftime. I mean, uh, it was, twenty. It was what, 17-7 to 7 at halftime. It was. I knew I could wake up early, watch the condensed version of the second half, have everything I needed, and then work for a full day. Turns out I had a flat tire the next day, so it's a good thing I slept. Uh, I have no regrets, but, yes, they were non-existent. All right, cool. Either way, the game itself, enjoyed it. I, I, for what it was, it was enjoyable. I mean, they, they put some points on the board. They were able to – Chase Wolf had a couple of good drives, had some mistakes as well to go along with it. I'm sure we're going to get into the Chase Wolf talk and his decision to come back, and we'll get um, – I'm sure Bernie's take on that. Uh, I'm sure everyone's a big fan. But, you know, they, they did what they needed to do. They got Chesma Lucy going. They got Braylon Allen going. The defense, outside of a couple of big plays, were great. Um the field was probably the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh God, it was horrible. It was horrible. Um, so I mean, but the game itself—it's a—it's the guaranteed rate bowl. I mean, what? I mean, I don't really want to take and spend an entire show on the on the game itself, just because. Will anybody ever remember the guaranteed rate bowl? Wait, uh, unless I got a guaranteed rate as a player that right. went through my whole <laughs> life, which would be kind of nice. Uh, that, some bowl swag. Uh, I, I'm more interested in bowl swag, and listen, I. I'm not upset that Chase is coming back. If you get another opportunity to go to college again, 
Why would you ever say I would go back tomorrow? Yes. Well, and that's and that's my <laughs> wife would be very upset about it. But I would. I, that's and that's what he said. He goes, I have all all my entire life to work. Yeah. Uh, he got into this real estate program at UW. It's a really good real estate program. He wants to go into that. He knows like his future is not the NFL, but if he's going to be here, why not play? Right. And, it, so, and to me, it's super exciting times to be at the Badgers and to have a front row seat as a sixth year. What is he? A sixth year senior. He'll be a sixth year senior. I mean, like, you're going to be part of this whole new thing. And I think that is extremely interesting. And if I could be there, I would love to be there. Well, that's the thing about him. He knows Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle recruited him. Uh, mm-hmm. He's from Cincinnati. Right. Like, he's from the Cincinnati area. Went to Xavier High School in Cincinnati. So he was recruited by Luke Fickle. So he knows it's. they have a relationship. And he, like you, very excited about the future of what Wisconsin football could be. So when you have that opportunity, and you potentially could start. You could at least be in the conversation to start. Why wouldn't you do it? Well, you're also... Oh, what's, what's this? What's this? Fate? You don't think he's in the competition? I don't think he's in a competition. Oh. No. Oh, we're, well, because oh. I'll go... Because here's why. Okay, he's the only one with experience who's standing in the locker room, what, right this second? So yep. you have to almost say yes. But we're what we're doing right now is blowing up the entire world, and I love it. What do you mean? We're bringing in what um, Evers. Yep. You know. Okay, fine. So, so you, there's a competition going to happen. But here's the, no Miles Burkett's going to be in a competition. But let's be real. We're thinking that that guy's going to start. You're thinking Nick Evers is going to come in and start? Yes. Do you not think that? I think that a lot of people are just assuming that without, without actually looking at Nick Evers. I'm assuming. Listen, I'm, I'm. You're right. He never played a snap, right? Or he didn't played, play a lot. Played, played some. He played through one ball. I'm just interested. First off, we can talk. I'm interested in. The 2024 guy. Yes. Mabry, oh. Mabry Matower. Oh, my God. He also has a year to go anywhere else in the whole country. He could, but he loves Phil Longo. He, and he, and he, the second we need to get him on campus, and we just need to have him. Well, he was on campus. Oh, he was already? He came, he came for the Washington State game. Oh, no. Loved absolutely everything, everything about Wisconsin. The game day experience, the crowd, everything about it. Hated the offense. Well, Guess who else hates the Can't offense? Can't blame him. Me. Everybody Everybody. Else. Everybody That's else. my one thing about the bowl game that I'm really frustrated about. First off, we ran a fake punt. Oh, uh, what I, we got don't a worry. Somehow? We, have a, we have a special team segment tonight. No, it, it, they I, deserve don't, love. Don't get on my pillbox about the special yeah. teams. I literally <laughs> hate that we don't have a special team coach. We played so poor, it's embarrassing. We lost games. We'll go back. I'm so I'm more <laughs> mad about their their tendency. There's just Braylon Allen's in the game first and second down, and they just run the ball. And he said he's like, I can't wait to not go against eight yep. and nine person boxes. And guess what? If I'm him, I wouldn't be upset about that either. You know who is also very excited about that? The offensive line. Tanner Bordellini said it as much after the game. Actually, he sat in that exact same chair earlier this season. Was was talking about how difficult it was to have to run into us, you know, into a box with a ton of guys. Spread it out. Break it out and let's freaking go. You have to. It, it's just harder. You have to pick up so quickly. Like you can't be late as a. And then and then they pin their ears back and come after you when you. Ha- it's a passing down. And here's the thing. You have eight guys to block nine, so you could be perfect, perfect, right? And there's still a free guy. Well, and so you're asking your running yep. back to beat him every single time, and that's fine. But that's asking a lot all the time. Like you, even if those guys are perfect, and they have they weren't perfect. So, but you're asking, even if you're perfect, you still have a, a guy unaccounted for. Well, that's why inside was always to me like a joke. Cause right. Now, sadly, Jimmy Leonard, but Jimmy Leonard and inside was a roamer. You have a quarterback who counts as a guy who just hands the balls off and just kind of stands there. Yep. So on offense, you're always a man down in the box. So getting people to have to move out, we need some deep threats. I'm pumped. I know where the fullback's disappearing, but I'm really excited for Wisconsin football. I, I'm sorry for your loss, by the way, when it comes Listen, to there that. there have been some stellar dudes, really good dudes who have been here. I don't know if it's, like, gone forever. You'll just see, like, an H-back or somebody else. Yeah. Like, you'll see a guard Tight who wears end. 52 yeah. be a blocker. Yeah, they better have some type of goal line set. Um, but I think all this talk about the line and the offense, it brings up a myth that I've seen out there about Chase Wolf and about this game, about the win, where – it's the first time in a month we've watched the team play. And the last time we watched them, the end was terrible. The end of that Minnesota game where they were on the 5 or 10-yard line, they go 40 yards backwards. It was a disaster. I think people forgot about what this team was all season because I saw so much out there saying, one, I can't believe we didn't see more Chase Wolf, 
after he completed a couple sidearm passes to, oh, my gosh, look, the play calling so open. Oh, look, they're throwing it deep. And then three, it's like, oh, yeah, finally they're able to run the ball. It's like all those things happen. They were playing a team that was down all their big starters that had no reason to be there. So, like, that was the most vanilla defense and team they could have played, what, since New Mexico State, since Northwestern? I'd say so it's Northwestern. They're, they weren't as bad as everybody wants to make make it out, but I will also, I think your points do hold some some merit. I, I am not of the opinion that we should have seen more of Chase Wolf earlier in the year. I know that was uh, pushed by um, a guy that Matt had on his show just a few weeks ago. Yet, when did you have Beckham on the show? We had him on right after the, uh, the fickle decision. Yeah, okay. Um, he was talking about how much he wanted to see more. Oh, I can't believe we didn't see more Chase Wolf. Chase Wolf would have played if Graham Mertz, if he was better than Graham Mertz. He also tore his meniscus, which is he not a small part of why we did not <laughs> had a chance to see him. Listen, it would it would have been nice to see him in, but I don't think it would have done much. Look, he still had some, he had a terrible interception, but he oh. he couldn't see that guy. He in the first quarter, I, mean, I, was I saw him. Did you? I, did you see him? I, I, I saw him. Him. I'm a couch potato from a I, different I angle. That, Chase Wolf's like what six feet at best? Well, five nine? Yeah, six feet. What? He's six feet, but really in I, real life, he's. I, saw I don't him, want I to see, hate on Chase Wolf. I saw him the other night. I'm he, excited for him feet. to get an opportunity to do it. Do I think that's going to be him? I don't. Do I think the O line is coaching? I 100 percent do. There's okay. no way those dudes can huh. get worse from the spring game to now with out coaching being the downfall well i think part so of it was a lack of overall threat word i part of it i think was how much they had to face right and we've seen them succeed against that before but it's not as if they were on an offense that had the mo- like a jonathan taylor behind them and a quintez Stevis on the outside where there's more things the defense would have to pay attention to or a jack Conant quarterback or jack Conant quarterback that's where i was trying to go worked out for the uh for the dolphins today by the way did he actually sign not yet. Not yet. They're All waiting right. a decision. Stop it. Don't worry. I'm monitoring the situation. You've um, never met a bigger Jack Cohen fan than Ben Kenny. Listen, I, I, was, I, was, I was a fan. What he did in the, the pinstripe bowl was beautiful. Jack Cohen. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember one second of the pinstripe You're bowl. You're young. I was there. He threw, yeah, he threw, the it touch, was great. he threw a touchdown <laughs> to Kendrick Pryor. It was his, uh, it was his second start. Third he, start. like, rushed for a touchdown. He, he yeah. dismantled Miami. We won like fifty to twenty. Yeah, they beat yeah it was thirty-eight to three. It was the last time Wisconsin has been an underdog against a team not named Ohio State. Fun fact. Oh, it's a big time the fact. young guy with he's got a lot going on. It's, in that no, it's my only fact. fun fact that still has not been been proven wrong. <laughs> That's the only um, fun. But but speaking of of Chase Wolf and his return, we we look at next year. I think take away who's going to start. I think it's overwhelmingly positive that you have at least one guy in the room that is above a freshman that has been there, that knows the prep. He's been around the room for a while and through all the changes. But instead of just having a couple guys that really had not played college football, at least having someone there that has, I think is positive. And frankly, like, I'm not going to discount him in the whole race for the job. Listen, I think he has experience, but he also was under an offense that we've seen not do very well for six years and then since I was here. So, what, 25? The only year it was really good was with Russell Wilson because he could do everything. They, they, it was good in 2019. They had their moments. They had their moments, sure. But that guy doesn't know anything about Phil Longo's offense. So, yeah, he has experience, but he doesn't have experience in the offense we're going to be doing moving forward. And, it's, and he's a quarterback. That's the hardest position to know anything about. The thing about the offense, at quarterback, I think it's going to be a lot easier to play the position than it was with this other offense. The other offense, it was a pro-style offense. It meant checks. It meant knowing. Boom, boom, boom. This one is keep it simple, stupid. Like, that's, that's what it is. It's both for the wide receivers and the quarterback. It's, it's really broken down. So I think that's a, a positive all around for young guys. But I, I'm of the opinion that if they go into next year with these four quarterbacks, that's a failure on Luke Fickle's part. They have to bring in another experienced quarterback in this, in this room. They Agree. Ab- they absolutely have to. You cannot, especially if it ends up being Chase Wolf starting, that's an absolute failure on, on Luke Fickle's part. They have to bring in another experienced guy in this room. Well, what, and they're trying up, to, right? What's Obviously, up with the Virginia guy? Brennan Armstrong. We're waiting. It's been, it's, I mean, the last time that I heard was 10 days ago or so. He was down to Wisconsin, Oklahoma State, and NC State. I haven't heard anything yet since. He's not on very much on social media. So, like, there's, there's it's, it's not Nico. Uh, let's just say Nick Evers 
throwing passes on air. Yeah, and, he's working uh, out. Don't worry, that. he's throwing passes. And, and, and maybe Matauer and we see videos and all that stuff. Brandon Armstrong's not like that. <laughs> but I personally would love to see, and maybe maybe with Chase Wolf back, they don't think they need that. I desperately think they do. I do as well. I just I they definitely need that. Yes, you have to. And if it doesn't happen, like if Chase Wolf Chase Wolf ends up Chase Wolf ends up starting, it's not his fault that no. he's starting. It's Luke Fickle's fault that he didn't bring in somebody experienced to be in it. I like Chase Wolf, but I think he's a good backup and he's a good locker room guy. He is not a starting quarterback in my eyes. Some. I, I mean, listen, I got caught up in the moment during the game. The, the sidearm passes, some shades of Herbert, some shades of Mahomes. I got caught up in the moment. Like, it was exciting. This is what I love about bowl games. To, to everyone who wants to poo-poo bowl season. I, I, those people are losers. They try to say, oh, too many bowl games. Why is this team playing? Why, why do we care? It's like for people who actually watch the games, they're electric. I don't care how bad the teams are. So I got caught up in the moment. The broadcast was a disaster. You couldn't hear the announcers. The camera angle sucked. The field sucked. And Chase Wolf was throwing sidearm passes. I got caught up in that moment. However, I will say. Um, you didn't y- see the second half. Well, well, <laughs> I rewatched the second half. But, yes, everything we have learned, although – the impressive plays are there. Evidence has shown that he is not. You do not want him starting a full season under center, even in the last year of the West, which is something that needs to be taken advantage of, as I've said. This guy. There's my. I, I'll try to keep the bowl stuff out of it. I I get worked up about bowl games. I, I just people lecture. They lecture about how stupid they are. What what bowl games were your favorite? What I mean to be honest, I loved all the games we yeah. went to. I want. I want. Your favorite story? Well, the Alamo Bowl is my favorite. Yes, I want game. that. I want that story. The Alamo Bowl is my favorite for a number of reasons. One, <laughs> you guys won. <laughs> That's huge. Brooks in Ballinger, overtime, Brooks Bollinger to Darren Charles. Uh, that was my first time going on a bowl game because we went to the Vacation Bowl, which was the uh, non. He was on the last team not to make a bowl game. I was on the last team to do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, the last team to go to finish under five hundred. That's why right, we were five and eight or six and six and eight because we won. You, you that were, was hard. But you guys got to go Hawaii that year, didn't you? No, no, that they, they went to, I went my senior year. Oh, okay, yep, yep. It's every five years. So, um, listen, to not go to a bowl game is like the worst thing for every – the coaches, they get bonuses. Now I don't know what the, if the students or athletes get anything, um, which is terrible if you don't go. We went to Alamo Bowl. I, they give you per diem the first day. It's 120 bucks maybe for the whole week. It's gone within two hours of being there. <laughs> You're wasted out of bars at 18. I was 19 at this point. It was great. No one was there because it was like a Monday night, whatever day it was. We're doing whatever we want in a place. And then after the game is what Zach's favorite story is. <laughs> is that <laughs> my dad was wearing my jersey. I was with like 10 guys and my brothers. And uh, uh, somebody, Colorado, definitely fan, said something to my dad. You know, I was a punk tough guy i was a little inebriated or liquid courage as i like to say and uh i was like yeah, i'm not having this and uh, i started a fight it was on a patio <laughs> right off the river walk and uh, man I'll, I'll say this now there were dudes throwing steel chairs at, uh, at guys i was knocking them down i was kicking guys in the face like it was awesome <laughs> uh it's what is it what's the statute of limitations like i can't get in trouble no, right you're all right i'm also probably never going unless, back to unless somebody's Antonio. dead i think you're all right i don't think anyone died that night. Right. um <laughs> and then uh crazily enough it, it couldn't have even been that late but i went to go i went my brother got uh jacked up by a, uh, a lineman he got jacked up by a bouncer and so i went to go like punch the guy in the back of the head to you know let him go and and Coach Horton, the quarterback's coach, grabbed me with his <laughs> wife standing right there. And he's like, Bernie, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to go punch that guy. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you better get out of here right now. And what's funny is that was That's they good. literally didn't say a word to me when I got back to campus. It was like because you always you flew out the next day. The game was over. No yep. one got arrested. We went back to the hotel. We were drinking beers. My dad's smiling and laughing. He's like, I got my, my son not arrested because a bike cop. Like, came out of nowhere and, like, grabbed him. And my dad's like, that's my son. I'll take him. And he took him. And uh, <laughs> we were drinking beers all night. It was great. Uh, everyone's okay. Um, a, shirt was, a shirt was ripped. I mean, but here's the thing. You go back to campus, and Coach White definitely heard about this. Yeah. And his, like, running ba- his, his running back coach. He was a running back coach. And, you know, Horton heard about it. There's no way Barry didn't hear about it. Like, everyone heard about it. Yeah. 
and uh, not one person mentions it. Like, <laughs> you know, because nobody got in trouble. There's no social media. There's no, it's not in the papers. Like, literally, that's what was special about not having social media. Um, oh, today that video's everywhere in two the seconds. The videos are right. everywhere. <laughs> uh, it just shows me being like this stellar human being. He's like ripping <laughs> chairs at somebody. <laughs> it shows me being like a complete degenerate. <laughs> but you know what? I was tuned up. We just won the game. I was excited. That's I why bowl games that. are great. But here's the thing. Outside of that story, all the other, like, I went to the Alamo. Like, we did cool things, and it's special. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that was awesome. I drank Lone Star beer. Like, I was pumped. I, I just got, I got educated. I've never been to Texas before. Um, it, was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but I will say that um, the coaches like that. You know, this is back in the day. They like when you're, like, kind of a little bit off, a little crazy. There's been numerous things that have happened that – Coaches are like kind of never look back when we're on the bus or never. <laughs> so is this it. is this your campaign to join the staff next year? Is this no, right? I'm okay. Listen, uh, I, I sadly I think coaching is awesome, but you have situations like this that happen all over the country where dudes move. Look at Coach White. That's what I based my decision on. Was he went? Someone's gonna have to help me because he went. That's everywhere. a lot of places. Yes, he went from Wisconsin coaching Ron Dane. Mike, Michael Bennett, Anthony Davis, Calhoun, some of the best players to ever play. He recruited Ron Dane. Then he went to Syracuse, Washington, Florida. Where, where He's else? currently at Bowling Green. He's currently at Bowling Green. By the way, he was on TV the other day because um, they were interviewing the coach. And oh, they, they lost to New Mexico State. Zach. Oh, God, yeah. Maybe. Our Aggies. Our, uh, my Aggies. The fact that team was 7-6. and six, is one of the most unbelievable it's coaching insane. jobs I have ever seen. It's insane. Do you remember that game? It was disgusting. We won 65 to nothing. Yeah. And they didn't look terrible against Bowling Green. No, no not great. at all. All right. Brian White, Fordham, North uh, Notre Dame, UNLV, Nevada, Wisconsin, Syracuse, Washington, Florida, Boston College, Colorado State, Bowling Green. So wow. do you want to coach? No. <laughs> I mean, look at what's happening to the guys now who were first-year coaches or – like Kalaji, right? He's yeah. going to Stanford. Yeah. I can't say that's not a huge upgrade. You're going to California. It's kind of cool. That's a good spot. Um, but he's a Wisconsin of, guy. He's a Wisconsin guy, right? I think I've heard that he was the happiest human being coaching here. Yeah. Al Johnson, same thing. Same thing. His his post was so nice. Yeah. Like I got to coach the O line for one game. Offensive line coach Al Johnson. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, um I want to get back to, into all of this. Yeah. I, we, I, yeah. Thanks, I do Zach have to step tangent. in. I do have to take a break eventually. Uh, unfortunately, we are we are required by law. Uh, that is Matt Bernstein. That is Zach Heilprin. I'm Ben Kenny. We're live from Monks and Sun Prairie. Great food. Find a Monks location near you. Got football going on all weekend. Badger basketball Friday night. Come out, watch it at a Monks location near you. When we return, I will get into some of the postgame stuff. I want to get Zach's take on where this win ranks in the history of Badgers in bowl games. A lot more to come. It's Kenny and Heilprin. This is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. Welcome back. It is Kenny and Kyle Prince. Matt Bernstein is here with us uh, live at Monk's Bar and Grill in Sun Prairie. Zach, I, real quick, I wanted to get your take on this. 24-17 Wisconsin wins the guaranteed rate bowl over Oklahoma State. Where in the large pantheon of bowl wins does this win rank? Probably up there with the pinstripe bowl from 2018. We already kind of already mentioned it. Um, it's not going to go down as anything that anybody ever remembers. And the pinstripe bowls is about that. Uh, I'm trying to think of like the last time, like where they did coaching changes. But the the team in 2014 was well, actually, Barry Alvarez took over every yeah, time. Yeah, that's why it was actually noteworthy. Right. <laughs> and and that was an awesome game. Like the way that them and Eric and and uh, Auburn went back and forth, and Melvin went off for like 250 something and, and three touchdowns or something like that. He was awesome. And then uh, Gaglianoni hit the field goal in overtime, and their guy misses it clanks it off and it's over and they just storm the field and they gave Gatorade bath on Gary or on Barry it was that was insane and like is that when he had the the sweater with all the lines he's always got this he's got sweater best guy. no there was one specific one that was like with all the weird lines everywhere no no I'll not, find a picture. no I, saw, I I know what you're talking about no 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 that was the 90s gotcha all right couldn't tell um but it, no you know what that 
after the game on, on Saturday or uh, on Tuesday, it reminded me of this, standing on the field in 14. Because there was a change coming after 2014 with all the coaches leaving and everything like that. And I remember sitting there and talking to the offensive line coach, um, T.J. Woods, and he's like, he's having to go to Oregon. He's having to leave Wisconsin. And he's watching this whole thing play out. He's like, this isn't just, this isn't going to be the same. Like, it's never going to be like this. And you were, in that time, you were getting rid of Gary Anderson, who was an outsider, and bringing home a guy and guys. There was a bunch of guys that knew Wisconsin, Wisconsin guys coming in. And on Tuesday night, it was the exact opposite. You know, uh, Ross Kalaji and April. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, Jim Leonard. Right. Guys that played here. Al Johnson. And all, like, the, the assistants, like uh, Alan Wilder and the Jack Sitchie. What? Costigan. Kyle Costigan. And, and all these guys that have put so much into Wisconsin, this was it for them. And they're, they're the ones that are heading out the door now. And you're bringing in a whole bunch of guys that you don't know, that don't know Wisconsin, don't have, you know, a lot of institutional knowledge walking out that door with that staff. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just thought it was, a, it was a very good contradictory viewpoint being on the field in those two situations. And one, bringing everybody home. And this one, sending everybody out and bringing somebody else in. So it's, it is a lot different. Um, it was a different feel for sure. Listen, I, I, I don't think this bowl game rates high in the no. bowl games that we've won oh. in the past. However, I do think it's special for a number of reasons. But I do think that it is an asterisk to say, look, listen, at least we won an important game to just send guys off in a very happily yes. merry, yeah. like not a bad taste in your mouth, although I'm, I'm sure there are some people do. Oh, there's, but, there's bitterness still. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. Listen, what Chris McIntosh did was – he didn't limp into this new world of college football. He dove into the deep end, and he's like, I'm just doing it. I don't I, – he played with Kalaji, didn't he? Yes. So you have, like – he really took, like, I am the CEO of the athletic company, and I'm going to do what I think is best. Now, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm, I, to what I'm seeing now, I, I'm excited about it. I think it's to get those guys to have a bowl win at Wisconsin as coaches is special. You yeah. get to hug your guys. You know, these are your the dudes that you'll forever talk to. I think that's special. But I do think we we entered into the business of college athletics and the business of big-time football, and we didn't limp in. We didn't give time. We said we're going to be competitive next year. And guess who's winning the national championship next year, Zach? Who is winning the national championship next I mean, year? hopefully us, but I think uh, – <laughs> Maybe two years. This guy has never pitched against Wisconsin. What, what's, I know, what's, what's Wisconsin's I record? I'll, I'll, I'll ask him before. I'll have him on. We'll have him on the camp. Ask him before the season. You know what's what's their record going to be? Twelve and zero, <laughs> undefeated. They're going. All right. So what? Like uh, semifinal, final, national champions. Listen, I just, what's the point though? Like he's he's a Wisconsin guy. But that's good. That's Wisconsin. That's a, that's a homer take, and I well, love that's it. why having you also is a good counterbalance <laughs> to say you're out of your mind. <laughs> I, I do think, but do you think we're now super competitive moving forward, more than we've been? I think they are going to be more competitive, but I think it all comes down to recruiting. And can you be an elite recruiting team? I think that there's a lot of people that would question whether Wisconsin can ever be an elite recruiting team. And without being an elite recruiting team, it's going to be hard to win a national championship. Now, I will say, TCU, if they somehow beat Michigan and then go and beat whoever wins the other and they win the national championship, then Ben Kenny's going to be crushed because he has talked about slightly. The, he, no, you've talked about the blue star rating. Like you have to be a blue star team to or a blue star blue program, chip. blue chip program to to make it into the championship game and win it. And if TCU does it based on their recruiting classes, which they haven't had a recruiting class higher than 23, then all of a sudden things change. Yeah, well, and it's a new coach. No team, uh, he brings that up, no team has ever won a national title with fewer than 50% of their roster being blue-chip recruits. Like four or five-star Four guys. or five-star yeah. recruits. Wisconsin's, um, Wisconsin's percentage isn't anywhere close to it. The highest it's ever been, Wisconsin, is like 18. Um but, but do you think we're not, he brought over his guys and they're already doing these things that are elevated our recruiting yes. from zero? Well, because we when you're comparing it to a, to a bad you're, bar, when you're, when you're comparing, I mean, it's it was a really low bar to get over. They're still ranked 50th in the country. 
Give them a year or two. But but their average rating in that class is fifth in the Big Ten. So it's not as bad as it looks. It's a smaller class. I'll say this. Anybody who doesn't think Luke Fiddle's going to be able to get four-star guys here I think is is a little stupid in the head. He's shown he can do it at Cincinnati. Why would he not be able to do it at Wisconsin? Here's what's I, what's key, though, in stupid addition. Stupid in the head. Not stupid in the head. Uh, disagreeable at times. Um, the transfer portal changes all of this. Yeah. Because if your team, look at TCU or just in general, if you are hovering around a 30, like if you are talented but not top-of-the-line country talent and you are able to get an impact quarterback or an impact, you fill in a very big slot with an elite player, it's able to counteract what have been the traditional things you need to win it all. But I'm not there yet. As I've said, I'm not looking at national titles. What about we've gotten perimeter guys now that are, we did not have this talent this year. Are you talking about perimeter on defense or perimeter on defense? On defense. Yes. Well, that was well, the whole upside to hiring Fickle. Uh, not the whole a, upside, but most of it. Yeah. His secondaries have been so good. Listen, we have a Sauce Gardner look-alike coming uh, in. Who played Snowden. baseball? I'm a big dual sport athlete guy. Baseball and football have a ton in common, I guess. Uh, <laughs> there's so many applicable skills. They, they run. I'm joking. They, I mean, they run and they move their hips. Smart. No, baseball is a thinking yeah, man's that's, game. That's true. There. That's true. Did you play baseball? I did. Okay. I did not. <laughs> did you Obviously. play football? No. All right. So I there threw we go. Heavy things far uh, on the track team. Like that's all I was pretty good for. And football. And football. That whole uh, big. That whole football running the football thing. You're the all right. football and blocking and yeah, being you, a okay head. I'm really good at that. <laughs> Slamming your head into other people. I, you got and that. I, and loving it. You got that lock. You got that um, lockdown. I got that. Down. The other key though to counteract all this is quarterback play. Next year. Unless Brendan Armstrong comes in, I don't think they will have it, meaning a good enough quarterback to win the Big Ten, because I don't think Nick – I would be very surprised if he was there already. Um, and maybe Armstrong could. Years down the road, we'll see once they develop. I, I, I don't think it's immediately going to result in a mass sum of wins. I think it's going to be a year or two where we see progress, and then four years down the road when he has all of his classes in, maybe we see a peak. I'll just say we, if not that one piece, we will have a lot of pieces in the right places. Do you not? I mean, I do think we'll have, we'll at least have guys who can defend receivers. We'll have, I mean, I think good defensive line, good linebackers. We'll have wide receivers. We have two of the best running backs. I love Chesmo. Will we have wide receivers though? Like, that's, that's my one thing is you need perimeter guys need that perimeter are guys. top of the country in order to achieve these things. And throughout history, there haven't been many players from the state of Wisconsin that are that. Ohio State goes everywhere and gets these all-world talents. That's my, that's my pause. Um, I, I'm being told by our, by our site manager, Evo, that we need to take a break. So that's what we're going to do. We're live at Monks and Sun Prairie. Matt Bernstein is with us. Kenny and Heilprin. Find a monk's location near you. We'll be back after this. This is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. Back. It is Kenny and Heilprin. Matt Bernstein is with us. Uh, Wisconsin legend. Matt Bernstein, there you go. Self, no, just kidding. Here at uh, Monks and Sun Prairie. Me Find professed. a monk's location Wisconsin near you. Legend. Listen, I needed to get this in somewhere, so I'm going to do it now as we enter a segment. Wisconsin special teams against Oklahoma State made, made me happier than I think I've ever been watching Wisconsin special teams. And that is hyperbole, and you are not allowed to prove that wrong. No, I don't think – again, this may be their best special teams performance in quite some time. Oklahoma State starting drives. Like, over overall, like a complete overall performance by the special teams. 47-yard field goal. Shimmery DK's Car- return. Career long by Nate Van Zels. I didn't think he had the leg in him. Neither did I. But I, in, the, in the weather – Inside, also the ESPN broadcast was so messed up that I thought they got the down wrong. I thought it should have been first and ten because all their graphics were were spazzing oh, out all it? the time. The yellow line was in the wrong place. Oh, the broad. When you mentioned what we'll remember from this game, I will remember <laughs> the broadcast. Were, the, were, were you with me there? Because because the audio kept cutting out, the camera was shaky, the graphics misspelled all the names. It was incredible. You know, it is the guaranteed rate, Paul. I mean, you know the the. the what do you think? The, it's still the, ESPN, the, though. The K-Squad was there? Like, no, but like Beth Mowens was on the game. She does pretty big. Like, 
Does she? Nude. I, I feel like I feel like I usually see Beth Mullins on Northwestern versus Indiana games. No, she does like the nude SEC games. Oh, does on, she now? On ESPN, yeah. I'm thinking like back in the day. Back in the day, she was, always used to be like the, the person that was like doing the 11 o'clock game, and it always used to be like North, before the 11 o'clock game always apparently turned into some great game. Maybe people were tired? I mean, the game was at 9.15 Central. It was late. 9.25. Here's oh, the, yeah, and then, right, and the game before it was going it back, Here's the thing, like the, same pe- the, same, the, the same Coastal, people. Was it Coastal Carolina was up like 50 to 20, and then <laughs> yeah. the, whatever other Eastern Carolina University State. No, ECU was, won by 20, I had them. Whatever it was. It, it, that, I mean, I'm like, guys, switch the game. Nobody <laughs> wants to yeah, the same, the same people that do that bowl game, they also do the Fiesta Bowl. Like, so it's... It's not like they're. It's not like the B crew or the C crew is out there. It just. I, I think just had a bad night. Just a bad so, night. See, like you guys are in the business of listening to reporters. I wasn't there, so I don't. I mean, I didn't listen. I didn't hear the game. I'm. But. I'm in the like, just watching the game and like focusing, and then all of a sudden you hear something like really stupid. And you're like, what the heck what is this talking guy about? talking about? And that happens a lot. A lot of times I'm on my couch and I'm like, is this person, blank, out of their minds? And you go into your group chat and be like, what the. This guy doing. Usually, somebody else has done it quick enough okay. to be like, right. "This doesn't make any sense." I those are those are <laughs> chats that I would love to have seen. I bet you they were just absolutely insane when the Chris news happened, and then when the fickle news. You happened. know, you you ripped the bandaid off very quickly, and you know, you thought it would be Jimmy for five years. Six, yeah. Like they were grooming him to be the next guy, and then at least that's how we all perceived it, right? Yep. yep. Um. So it just it it felt like you were. Stabbing a lot of guys who, you know, like the the, the old washed up me, Matt Bernstein's, in in the back. And listen, it's a business now. We have to think of that way. We can't yeah. think of, you know, Wisconsin. We want to be tradition forever in the same tradition for the past thirty years, and then have be nine and three or eight and four every year. It's it's not helping. It's not doing anything for right. Wisconsin. Right. Either way, the group chats I'm talking about, former Badgers. That probably get pretty spicy. You would yeah, ex- we've heard about them. Pretty spicy during uh, games and during big moments of Badger football, and I imagine they were pretty spicy that those those couple of the days. It, it's actually more funny because you have the defensive guys talking crap about the offense. Yes, <laughs> and you're like the offensive guys are like, dude, you guys could stop a nosebleed right now. Uh, so it's 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 a lot of fun at the same time, um, but it's more fun when you're talking yes. crap and winning, and when you're not. And it's just listen you the end of the day like i can't say it enough but this is literally a business and yeah. we have to win games yeah. it's it's hilarious that the defense guys talk crap because like when your senior year when the defense was absolute trash and and you guys you offensively were great and those guys are probably now talking trash and be like hey if you could have stopped anybody we would have been big we would have won the big 10 it wouldn't be very close well you you have to move Guys going that, back twenty, going back fifteen years. More sorry. the guys that talk smack are like the best dudes to ever play. Yes. So you can't uh, like when Wendell Bryant says something. I'm like not typing, <laughs> not typing. This guy's earned anything he says about the offense, the defense, special teams. My pillbox has been the special teams. At to, to full circle, this. Oh yeah. Is that we didn't have a guy, and I think we've made mistake after mistake after mistake, and I think this is part of the reason Coach Chris is not the head coach anymore. Is that the listen? You a lot of teams do like committee by committee i think that's bananas you have a guy that doesn't know rules you're asking what al johnson to do a, a, a position it's well, crazy to me i, I will just quick some have said tuesday's game was finally chris herring being able to run his system <laughs> I, well, I was not doing that but chris herring was the special teams coach for the six years previous to that were their special teams any good no so what is the point of having a special teams coach if he's not going to be any good Hire a better so one. So you're just saying hire a better say. one? Do a cre- hey, no, no, no. This no is I'm a, trying this- to not overstep into, like, a place I can never come back from. Oh. With, I, with I, us? No, with, oh, with, with okay, other gotcha. people. I got you. I got you. All right. All right. All right. I, I, yes. Yeah, no, I, I get you. I, I've heard things, and yeah, yeah. I, I just was- think that that we needed a special team coach that was a good yes, special team coach. Yes, there you go. Coach. Okay. All right. Well, then that's what you got. You got, you got to say it, that. And it started early. Washington State to watch Miss Field goes and, like, that's 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 on the kicker, but there's other things than that Ohio State punt at the very end, which people are like, we're losing by 30, we're just done with the game, and I'm like, why didn't you accept the penalty? Yep, we should get five more yards. That he was shanked on, it. What are we? That's on Paul though. But it's on Paul because he's. But he said at the end of the game that the ref told him the wrong information. And then but he if freaked you have out, a special teams coach, it, yeah. it's too late, dude. Yeah. You don't. You Paul Chris can't be everything. 
No head coach can be everything. That's why you hire dudes. Yeah. You hire your coordinators. Um, you, know, you know what? Here's the thing. You can see how worked up I am. I don't want to talk. Special teams is like, and I hate special it's trigger. teams. It's a trigger. I literally yeah. hate being on them, but they are so important. And to watch our team this year, we would have won Washington State if this didn't happen. There's, okay. a, there's a great story that we don't have enough time to tell about uh, punt coverage. Or punt, no, punt team in spring spring practice. I threw my helmet the farthest I think anyone's ever thrown <laughs> it in their life. Off, because uh, you did shot put. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. I was very upset about. Yeah. So either way, though, uh, here's <laughs> you the remember thing: remember all these stories. Don't <laughs> don't hire your friends. Listen, it's a business. Don't be, hire your friends. Be able you, to to fire people. Do you lend your family money? It's usually you, people say no. Don't don't hire your like don't hire your friends. Yeah, I mean, um, that if if yeah. any if anything we learned from the last eight seven years, when it comes to special teams. Don't hire your friends. Unless they are the best special teams coach in the world. LeVar Woods, Iowa. No, Rich Passaccia, Green well, Bay. Well, no, no, no. I mean college. Oh. Well, I go back. There's a video from the Wisconsin-Iowa game from pregame. LeVar Woods is out there on the field with a little tissue measuring the winds. And and in theory, I feel like just wrapping his head around how to plan it. And Iowa special teams did a lot to win that game because their offense wouldn't. It's things like that. I'm with you if you could get a good guy. Listen, back in the day in Oh three, oh four. Jimmy Leonard never fair caught a ball. Our best dudes were on punt return. I can't say what's his name was the best coach. Uh, no, it was um, Coach Mason. Okay. No, not Coach Mason. They I didn't... loved him. No, um, oh man, I see his face. If I Greg Root would remember, he remembers everything this dude's ever said. Give me a second. Then he went to Minnesota and coached there. Okay. Okay. But what? But what I'm saying is they put hit the best dude. It wasn't Coach Mason. He was the wide receiver yeah. coach. He's like the best coach. Um, they put the best dudes on punt return because Jimmy was told never to fair catch it. And what happened? The dude is one, one of the best. He was the best un- special teams coach or best special teams player, both returner and getting down. Totally. Anybody. Yeah. All right. Uh, I need to I, know this guy's name now. Frankly, <laughs> I wish we could go for hours. Uh, we'll come back with it for those that are sitting on the edge of their seat um, that <laughs> have, a, have a brain like Zach's but cannot come up with a name. We will, we'll touch on that when we return. Matt Bernstein is here. It is Kenny and Heilprin. We're live from Monks and Sun Prairie. Uh, come on by this weekend. Find a Monks near you. The food is terrific. Trust me when I say that. When we return, we'll pick some games. We'll get into this mysterious coach. A lot more to come. It's Kenny and Heilprin. This is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. We are back. It is Kenny and Heilprin. Matt Bernstein is here. The mystery coach was, gentlemen, uh, for those that are very interested. Brian Murphy. <laughs> cool. He was also the coordinator, The uh, not special teams, but he also was the um, – he helped a lot in recruiting. Recruiting coordinator. Well, it used to be that one of the ten assistant coaches or the nine assistant coaches back in the day was the recruiting coordinator as well. Right. Yeah. Um, real quick, before we get to picks, Bernie, I have to ask you something. It's been a big point of topic on our show uh, really around Madison since since the seasons have changed. Do you think the new Phil oh, Longo... <laughs> this is only a thing in his mind, but go ahead. Do you think the new Phil Longo spread offense could work in the snow? Oh, that's a good question. But <laughs> exactly. the guy, he still runs the ball 60% of the time. Yeah. So can it work? Sure. Listen, you're talking about eclectic, <laughs> eclectic games that are like a lot of snow. That's like, what, once a year? If that. If that, I think... The bigger question is wind. Wind and when it's super cold, it's yeah. a pain in the butt. But you know what? They're gonna run yes. the ball, dude. They're gonna run the ball down their throat. Like, also, they're gonna a, have they, a they lot have, of have the ability. They're gonna have a lot of like these like short passes that look like runs. That's at least what I think. And yes, I think it can work. I'm pumped, man. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm sad to see like the fullback gone, but I'm excited to see like all these other athletes who are gonna be. All over the field. Also, just to see a different offense than what we've been running for the past, like, 30 years. That should be the biggest positive ever. If one of the greatest fullbacks says that he is sad to see the position go but, then I think everybody should be excited for what's to come. Oh, yeah. Listen, Wisconsin's been the only place, like, holding on to a fullback. Right. I mean, they, they, they have been low-man award winners yeah. for, for quite some time here. But um, when, you, when you have a good fullback. Do you know you still get mentioned for that? Like, not mentioned for the award, but like talked about as one of the best fullbacks ever. Are you a, are you a voter? Have you been able to get a vote on that? No, yet? I don't do a lot on 
on like Twitter because I just don't know how to use it. Okay. <laughs> I retweet a lot of stuff because I just that's like an easy button to hit. My favorite thing about Bernie is he will like and retweet. Not like uh, retweet. He likes his own posts. <laughs> on both on both Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Like unironically. I think it's amazing. Like he just does it. Like would I, if, if I, I do it at work would also. I, would I would I would I tweet it? Or post it if I didn't like it. Why wouldn't I just like it? Why would I not like my own stuff that I put out there? If I don't like something I put out there, why would I put? It doesn't exactly. Make sense to me. No, no, that's right. I think I'm the only one tra- trailblazing this new place. Uh, on our internet at work, I'll put a post up and I'll like it right away. <laughs> so it's not like it stops it just to social media. It's pretty much. Listen, you're not any different. My wife thinks it's bananas too. <laughs> that's good. I didn't say it was bananas. I said I loved it. <laughs> but you, but you don't like it. You love it. I though. love it. You just don't click like. I, st- <laughs> I like everything you post. I appreciate. That's also, what he says about my posts too. You have one more like. I yeah. don't know. That's what Zach's thing. He thinks that about my tweets too. He just doesn't express it to me, <laughs> he, or, you or publicly. The quote. <laughs> I'll I'll like tweets that respond to me in negative ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Listen, someone's got to check and balance. You know that's. Oh right. oh, I am checked and balanced. <laughs> don't Plenty. you worry. Plenty. Um, all right, let's get to some games real quick before we get out of here. I am I'm red hot. Zach has has hit a dive because he decided to bet against me, which I have I've tried to urge him not to do. I'm forty one. Who cares and 40. if I who cares if I lose by three if I lose by fifteen? That's true, but I'm I'm a game over five hundred. And and that is uh, pretty insurmountable when I was fifteen games under five hundred. You are uh, you were one and three last week. Tennessee Clemson. Uh I would like to All right. Asterix, I will check in. Tennessee Clemson. There's not a chance in hell you picked Wisconsin. It is the game. most orange, orange bowl. You definitely ever. do it. You definitely didn't do it last Tuesday or on Tuesday. I will. I will go back. Sorry, go ahead. I will check the tapes. Tennessee Clemson. <laughs> Clemson four and a half point favorites. The most orange, orange bowl ever. Two teams with different shades of orange. I would take the over just because of the color scheme, but I would take Clemson because uh, I like their shade of orange better. Your thoughts, Zach? I really want to take Clemson because Tennessee's playing with Joe Milton, and Joe Milton isn't very good in my opinion. Nope. But I'm going to take Tennessee because I need to get back in this thing. Uh, Bernie, do you have a thought on doing that? Oh, I take Clemson for no other reason than that they've been good in the past. And they actually their five-store quarterback is actually pretty good. Uh, This is a good segue to quickly, speaking of orange jerseys, uh, Bernie, your thoughts on red pants, yay or nay? On red pants? Uh, For Wisconsin. Uh, so my thoughts on white pants were I look like a marshmallow man. <laughs> so I was a huge not fan of that. But then I'm like, well, I kind of like the red pants. Did you ever get to wear them? We, I think we wore them like once, and then that was it. They always, everyone wanted white. You know, the captains always choose, chose what we wore. Oh, really? I, well, not, a, you know, white jerseys or white jerseys. But I think pants they would choose. Oh, really? Okay. Um, what what always, big game pants. That, on Barry, that's what they used to be. They're big game I pants. Loved, I, I mean, never wore a play, red helmet, and I play, wish we did. Yeah, you didn't play in too many big games in your <laughs> We in played in some pretty big so. games, and we always wore white pants. The one thing them. I hated was, and it's so funny to keep bringing this back, but Jimmy Leonard as a captain didn't like high socks. So I had to wear low socks, which I hate beyond belief because my shins bleed all day at, at a game. So if you look back, some of my shins are taped up to, like, halfway calf because they're bloody underneath, and you have to tape your ankles. I seem so, to remember him as a high sock guy. Listen, I, I totally loved, messed that up? I, not in 2004, I don't think. Oh, 2003, like maybe earlier in his career. Maybe earlier. Well, when he, he didn't have a choice. Yeah, when he didn't have a choice. I love the high socks, and then all of a sudden you don't have socks. I'm like, what do I do with my ankles? They look yeah. terrible with these <laughs> tape on. <laughs> um, I, will, I, I will publish... The rest of the picks, uh, Zach, you and I do. I think we should give some shine to Iowa, Kentucky. Bernie, the total is 31. <laughs> Seems like a lot, doesn't it? I, if you thought <laughs> Iowa was bad this year, they're playing without their top two quarterbacks. So they're down to number three. Did and I were like average six points, somehow win a bunch they're, of games? They're running passing plays That's with their... That's not a true fact, but they're... T- they're lining no up their tight ends. No one's fact-checking on that because yeah, it's, it's believable. It's <laughs> believable. Um, I was, was two-point favorite, Zach, against Kentucky, who also has no quarterback or offense. I'm taking, I'm taking Iowa. I was going to take Iowa. I'll take Kentucky then All right, uh, cool. to, to make you happy. Um, and, and then finally, the playoff, guys. Uh, first, TCU-Michigan. Michigan's more than a touchdown favorite, but who wins the game? TCU-Michigan. Who's going to the natty? Oh, I, I think Michigan wins. I got Michigan as well. I do, but I think it's close. So I'm picking TCU. You think Kansas State would 
probably give Michigan a better game. Though, right? I, I think Kansas State's a terrific team, uh, <laughs> and they're playing Bama, and I think they win outright. Uh, Georgia, Ohio State. Do we get a Michigan, Ohio State national title? I don't. I think Georgia's too good. Georgia just has that that thing they can flip the light switch and, and put it on. They have dudes. They got some dudes everywhere. Yes, Every, everyone's a dude. I will, I will say they're not as good as in the secondary as I thought they were going to be coming into this year. But I don't know if Ohio State's offensive line can hold up against that pass rush. Oh, Jalen Carter. But they have the ability on the outside to beat guys. Yeah. Because they have a ton of NFL level wide receivers. Yeah, dudes. I here's my issue when I think about Wisconsin's future, and I this is just being stuck in the moment, and I watch Oregon, I uh, not Oregon, Georgia play. Uh, Oregon will be in a couple years, but I just look at their team, and when a guy goes out, another guy comes in. It's like, oh, they have a 6'7", 260-pound tight end that runs fast. Like, how in the world do you defend that? You have dudes on the line that are the biggest and fastest guys And what, I've Georgia ever had seen. one transfer portal guy? Zero. Oh, no, they zero? took zero transfers. They lost that nine to me starters. That's nuts to me. They recycled it in a year, and they're still the best team in the country. Kirby Smart's a beast. I would actually love to see a Michigan-Ohio State rematch. Oh, so, I would. So, the, to TV, see Ohio so the TV State people yeah. just <laughs> dominate Michigan. No. <laughs> I, I hate picking Michigan for anything. I, I just hate them. But uh, I would be excited to watch a Big Ten championship. If you're a Wisconsin fan, you want Ohio State to win this game. You want Ohio State to win this game. You want them to win the national championship because that would put any fire that is perhaps starting underneath Ryan, Day. Ryan Day's yep. seat over losing to Michigan twice. Out. So fickle stays forever. That's oh, what I got, we're in I got for. where we were going with yeah. this. I, was yeah. I don't think that I don't. I'm not. Down. I am not as concerned about it as some, but it would completely extinguish yeah. that fire. All right. I, I'm looking forward to the games. Uh, Bernie, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. We wish you were here more often. Uh, frankly, our opinions are hilariously stupid. stupid. No, I, 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 think there, I think everyone has like an ounce of uh, like truth, and then it's like we just. To bring into our bully beautiful thought process. Very much so. Ebo wants to have a Before second. we are done and Bernie's here, can we just have one moment of silence for the fullback position for Wisconsin football? <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> I said, oh, no, don't pour your drinks out for us. No. Keep no. them in your glasses. Well, I was going to say them. it couldn't be five seconds because then we get them. A, Slam would, your beers for the fullback. Would, the fullback club is gone, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's no longer fullback city. Yeah, that moment of silence. What am I going to do with my favorite T-shirt? <laughs> I'm going to throw it away. <laughs> Frame hell it. No. Look up the fullback. Hell, hell no. Hold on to it. And if this doesn't work out, send it to the history. Send it to the, 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 the history museum. There's got to be some. Are, I'm going to talk to people at Wando's, and they're going to go. You played what position? <laughs> What's <laughs> never heard of? What it? does FB stand for? <laughs> exactly. yeah. um, well, fat bastard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bernie, it's been a pleasure again. Thank you. Zach, as always, uh, we'll talk on Tuesday after what should be a great weekend of college football. We'll reconvene. We'll talk, uh, we'll talk about the game more. We'll talk about what is next. Everybody, thank you for hanging around. We will talk to you next week. See ya.